This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. And on this episode, we're very excited to have a special guest. It's Morgan Lambert. You can find her on TikTok at Morgs Hauntings. I almost said MorgsHauntings.com. And on Instagram as well, that's Morgs Hauntings, M-O-R-G-S-H-A-U-T-I-N-G-S. She has a lot of great content, especially if you're looking to learn more about hauntings and the Appalachian Trails from somebody who is experiencing them. Uh, and she has some wild video that I watched on loop for what felt like my entirety, trying to figure out what was going on. So I can't wait to hear about that. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm excited to hear uh, these stories because like I went to college kind of not far away from like where the trail is. And, you know, right now we live in Atlanta, which is where for most people the trail begins. And it's always been kind of one of those things where I'm, oh man, if I was just could take like a year off from everything and through hike the Appalachian Trail, I think that would be so cool. I would be way over my head. Before we jump into everything that has happened to you around that area, we love to find out where our guests fall in what we call the Believo meter. Uh, yes, it's as corny as it sounds, but we want to find out zero, meaning you don't believe in ghosts, and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? I mean, I definitely believe in ghosts, so probably a 10, but I also think with a lot of things, there's an explanation, and you should mm-hmm. explore that first. Well, I can't wait to hear your explanation for that mimic that you have on video, because that is super creepy we'd love to know since you know obviously you have things happening where you are now have you always had interactions with ghosts or spirits yeah i think my first the first interaction that i remember i was four but my mom told me kind of recently of stuff that happened when i was a kid she was like i would say i saw stuff that wasn't there but um i grew up on a really haunted farm where everyone that's went there has experienced something So it's just kind of followed me everywhere. Was it a Um, farm that was like in your family for generations? Like, are you related to the ghosts that were were haunting it? No, my grandfather actually, he bought it when he was like 20, I think. Mm. But um, the people before that, there was an old farmhouse there and there was some like tragic stuff that happened. And I know that Mm. did not help. And what kind of hauntings would y'all experience on the farm? We would see just like orbs of red lights like kind of like eyes would be seen a lot um dark masses of shadows weird noises which I don't think is the farm I just think it's like the Appalachian area because it would be like you know those classic sounds like the haze like you randomly hear a hay when you can't explain it and things like that a hay like a like a horse yeah saying hay no just Hey, someone getting your attention. That's pretty much. Oh, okay. 
I'm thinking of nays. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so you had these experiences on the farm. It sounds like some of them are similar to what you have been experiencing where you are now. So have you lived in that Appalachian area your entire life? Yeah, I live like 15 minutes away from my childhood home. And your husband, he has experienced this stuff, or he's at least in tune with what's happening to you. Where does he, you think, kind of fall on that believometer scale? Um, since getting with me, probably a solid nine. Um, he didn't before, and bless his heart, I'm surprised he hasn't left because I would have. But Bless his heart. I love that. (laughs) Well, so before we get into your very distinct things that you personally have experienced, and we'll certainly work through those, can you tell us about some of the legendary hauntings that are in the Appalachian area that that people just kind of know of that exist in that area? And this is like a huge area too. Do you you mind if I ask specifically where bouts you're you're located? Yeah, I'm in Southwest Virginia, like right on the border of Tennessee. Cool, cool, cool. Gotcha. In my area, I just know of like what I've experienced. I don't think there's really anything like the Mothman, which is in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. But I just know that there's stuff in the woods here that I cannot explain. Hearing that hay, and I've caught that on camera too. Like I was walking on my parents' farm outside and I just heard the hay and it sounded like my husband. So I've heard this before, but hearing it in my own voice was really weird. And I cannot believe I caught it on camera. I, I don't think anyone would have believed me. Some people still don't. It's fine. But um, yeah, I know hay around the woods here, seeing strange deer. I don't know how to describe the deer. It's like something looks off about them. Uh, they kind of have like a, a blank stare. They won't walk away from you. I hope you're supposed to not acknowledge them. Things like that. It's mostly deer being creeps is what I've gathered. (laughs) One video that really struck me that where you were talking about the whistling phenomenon, because that's something that we've heard from different people in different cultures talk about whistling and spirits and hauntings. Can you tell us how that applies to what you've experienced? So these things in the woods, it's best to not let them know exactly where you are. And a good way to let them know where you are is to do a high pitched sound like whistling. So that's why it's avoided around here. Because you're just telling it right where you are. And and something else I've seen from other people who are in, you know, in an area that's near the Appalachian Trail or whatnot, they talk about not looking out the window at night. Can you tell us about that? Because I know you've spoken about that on your um, channel as well. Yeah, it's so kind of like the weird deer. It's to not see things like that. And there's a saying, it's like, don't look out because the trees may look back at you. It's just like Ugh. the things that kind of, I know. I know someone said in one of my comments, and I've said it constantly, it's like, don't look at all trees because they're not all your friends. And I was like, thanks, I'll never sleep again. Why is that oh so scary? <laughs> well, yeah, it's things like that. What is like the fear around trees? These creatures can make themselves look like trees. They can really make themselves look like anything, but they gravitate towards deer and trees. Uh. So maybe a tree looks off and it's not a tree and you shouldn't be looking at it. They're called Wendigo. Oh, okay. Call them skinwalkers. Yeah, I think gotcha. skinwalkers are like more on the West Coast, but some Yeah, I think that's like here. associated with like the like Navajo people. Or- yeah, exactly, yeah. Can you walk us through the story specifically where you did whistle when you were trying to find your dog and just take us through the events that unfolded? That was horrifying. I, yeah, I was at my parents' house and um, we were sitting out on their porch And I was trying to get their dog's attention. So I whistled and immediately I was like, oh gosh. So everything's fine. We hear noises, like the screeching type noises. 
and we leave. I feel something watching me. Like, like I said, they live on a farm, so it's surrounded by woods. And I feel something watching me. And as we're driving away, me and my husband, something is just mimicking my whistle. Like I did some sort of like sing-songy whistle. I, I can't describe it now. And I don't want to do it. It's not I was about time. to say, just do it now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Traumatize You just yourself. see it burst through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> would be great video for us if you could do that. It would. We would all be set for life. Like you yeah. guys more than me because I'd be dead. <laughs> but no, we just heard this whistle. And my husband heard it too. And it just kind of like surrounded us in the car through these woods. And it just essentially chased us until we were out of the woods. And I didn't wow. sleep that night. And when you hear that, does wow. it immediately or, or like what kind of emotion comes through you? Is it fear? Like what, how do you immediately feel? A guttural primal fear. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, you know, something is wrong. Even if you don't really know what's going on, I feel like you would know. And it's the thought that people who experience that, that they're being preyed upon or that it just wants them out of the area or does anybody even know? There's a lot of different theories. There's one that you're a snack. Um, and then there's another one that it's taking you to become like one of them. It's anything, it's a snack. <laughs> JJ, we know you're a snack, so you'd be in trouble. I'm the whole meal. <laughs> God, they can't we really, handle me. We really sound like elder millennials. <laughs> what do they call it? Like millennial cringe. Geriatric uh, millennials. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Morgan, that sounds terrifying. So, yeah, let's go back to the hay, because that is something that I've heard about. And I have never actually heard it. And I don't know how, I don't know if very many people have heard it. We'll, we'll kind of key in that video um, after you kind of describe what happens, but can you talk to us about the origin of you experiencing that and then kind of lead up to you actually capturing it on video? Which time? Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, I saw the, the time I saw it on video was when you're sitting in what appears to be a bedroom and the camera's facing a door and you hear it saying, Hey, Hey. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was in my kitchen, but yeah, um, no people, I don't, there was a lock bar up in that video and everyone was like, are you bolted into your bedroom right now? Do you That's need what help? I, thought. I was like, man, she really is. <laughs> it is haunted there. <laughs> no, it's just the back door and I live in a scary neighborhood, but, um, no. So I, you just kind of like, I hear things talking sometimes, sometimes I captured on video, but, um, my husband had heard from outside, like right before I had came down or the night before he heard what he thought was me at the door and he knew to ignore it. That's what you're supposed to do is to ignore it. So he didn't even tell me. And the next day it happened to me and I told him and I showed him the video and he was like, yeah, I heard that so casually. And I was like, do you need help? But oh yeah, God. I'd went into the kitchen, I think to get my iPad so I could research some stuff to film. And yeah, I just heard it coming from the back door and I was like, filming it it was terrifying and did that feel validating to capture that on camera it did until like within like 10 comments people were like nice bluetooth speaker and i was oh, i can't win it's very interesting to see and hear but of course there's always that side of of any of the stuff even just talking about it so you you capture that on on camera you know you get this audio recording did that seem to affect the volume of instances that you were experiencing or did it have any effect at all where is a piece of wood um knock on wood nothing's happened since so it didn't affect this one but mm -hmm. sometimes it has 
And JJ, I'm curious, if you had to be haunted at your home, would you rather have visual apparitions that you could kind of see, or would you rather just have stuff you hear from time to time? Visual. I just like heard someone saying, hey, I don't think it would even like register in my mind that that could be something paranormal. I would just be like, what the fuck's that noise? Or like, or like, who's out there doing that? Like, it would just annoy me. If it was visual, even if it was terrifying, at least I would be like, oh, okay, that was something paranormal that just happened. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey, everyone, it's Noah Daniels, and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box. So you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. 
And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Well, it's interesting that you say that because Morgan experienced something. It wasn't the hay necessarily, but she does, you know, this thing seems to be have some ability to mimic and it it kind of took over as if it was your husband. Can you tell us about that when you thought somebody was in the home with you? It's done that so many times and I've captured it on camera. And I think the creepiest time was it was back on that freaking farm. I swear to God, I don't know why I keep going back, but we were in that old house and I was trying to show some dolls that I found under the stairs, which is another story. But um, behind me, you can just see what looks like my husband crouched down. And at the same time, my husband was outside trying to film the front of the house. And you can see me walk by filming. So, like, you know, it's not him. And I cannot watch that clip anymore because I get nauseous. So that is that the video where you see the house in the distance and there's clearly something to our like if you're viewing it our right and then you see what also looks kind of like a head poke through like the screen door like that area is that that same video no i, ha- I still have no idea what that was it was I think that's a different video later. how many videos do you have of this stuff happening that's wild a lot a lot which i'm always filming so if stuff happens around me it's not shocking that i keep capturing it but the more i capture the more fake it looks so I also hate it because yeah. it's, that was so much happening to one person. And I feel like that's why it keeps happening to me because it's not being valid anymore. Well, I want to hear mm. about what was captured in that video with the house in the background. But can you tell us specifically the story when your it, it's your husband, right? Or yeah. husband, when your husband was at the gym and you thought somebody was in the home and he like rushed home from the gym? Yeah, I heard someone downstairs like completely and he just he wasn't here. Like He just was not here. And I was positive. And then I was someone broke in because it was so loud. Just stuff is stomping. And I recorded the stomping. And it sounds like someone with heavy Tims. Like it sounded like his heavy ass Tims stomping through my house. And it, it just wasn't. How do you live in that home? How are you not going just going out of your mind? I would be so afraid all the time. I, I think it's happened so much that I just deal with it because it has happened since I was little. And um, but it's it's not the house, it's the me. It's, mm. I, I could move oh. anywhere and it would still happen. So you feel like you're kind of a magnet for the activity? Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately. Mm. The video that I spoke about earlier with building in the background, is that your home or is that from the farm area or, or where is no, that? No, that's that's the house that's like falling apart on the farm. Okay. I live in a townhouse. <laughs> Okay. And, and so that house, can you kind of set up what you were doing and and what it looks like in that video? So I was filming skits up there, which again, invalidates it. But my husband was on the other side of the house. And I was just trying to wait for him to come into frame. And something else came into frame before he did. And yeah, I think I know what you mean. It looked like something popped its head out of the screen door. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what that was either. 
So it was like two different things. When did you realize that you had captured something in that video? As far as I can tell, it's not like they were making sounds or something. Were you just reviewing footage or like, how did that work? Yeah, I actually did hear something whistled. Um, and I oh. looked up, like you can see in the video, I kind of like look up because I thought it was my husband and I was about to rip him a new one because we're outside in the woods. Yeah, I looked up for that. And then I went back to review the footage and yeah, it was just in frame. And I was like, holy shit. I always see it's back to me. I have never seen this thing's face. Hmm. And it's always wearing a flannel, which my husband always wears a flannel. So, but yeah. yeah, I always see it's back to me. And I didn't capture it on camera until up at the farm that day when I heard something say, hey, and I just pan around and it's just beside me. And I didn't see it until after. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's creepy. And do you have a belief of what that entity is or like what is inspiring it the energy i mean there's so many people have so many different you know we've been interviewing people for like four years now i mean there's so many different thoughts when it comes to the supernatural do you have a specific thought of why this thing seems to be attached to you so with mimics i think it's either wanting to replace someone or get close to someone and i think it's trying to get close to me for what i don't know this has been going on for mm. years but it's like each thing that happens, it's more powerful. Like it's talking more or I'm seeing more. Like I, I had a full conversation with it and my husband was at home. Like, it, I mean, it's terrible. And it makes you think you're insane. And then you catch stuff on camera and you're like, I yeah. wish I was just imagining it, honestly. Oh my God. And it, it sounds like your husband's voice as well. Yeah, just like him. Well, it sounds like it, but with no emotion. Kind of like, yeah. you, well, you didn't hear it, but yeah, it's just like flat. What it reminds me looking at the way that it was moving in that video, it, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie It Follows, but that that's kind of like the way the demon or whatever you want to call it in that kind of uh, slumbers about, you know, that, that kind of creepy yep. pace of always moving forward. Yikes, Morgan. Well, do you feel safe? Like, I know you said you're kind of used to it. How do you want all this to end? Like, do you want it to just stop? I don't really care if things exist around me, like normal spirits, but um, I wish this thing would go away. I've tried everything. I don't know what your all's beliefs are, but I've tried cord cutting rituals. I have tried praying to every God I know. I've tried burning lavender, <laughs> nothing. Hmm. It just, it calms down for a second and then it comes back like more powerful. It's like, you made me mad. So here I am again. Oh my gosh. Does your husband ever feel threatened by it? No, he's never seen it either. He's just heard like whatever was mimicking my voice outside that day. Which is good because it says that if you see your own mimic, you will die. That's like the legend of it. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Wow. <laughs> JJ, that did kind of look like you in that video. Um, I hope. <laughs> look look away. back in my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure some people in our audience are going to be like, that's not funny. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I actually meant to wear my Santa hat and I forgot to put it on. Like, have you reached out to any mediums or, or do you believe in that, that field to try to get some answers? I have, and I'm trying to explore what I can do because um, I've recently learned that I have some stuff as well, obviously, because I've been, you know, experiencing all of this. But I have reached out to people and every single person is, that's a mimic. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. Try a cord cutting ritual and then they don't work. What is it? I don't it? know if it's too strong. It's just a certain ritual you do with candles and all. It's got so much that goes into it. But I don't know if I just don't have enough energy to do it or what. I don't know if this thing's just sucking the life out of me. 
but it has not worked. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just really fascinated by how much of like a, a folklore thing this this is as well as obviously it's your personal experience, but you know, I didn't realize there was this whole idea in in like certain parts of Appalachia that there's there's mimics out there in the woods. You know, in your community, have you come across a lot of other people who've had these similar experiences to you? So I have. I find them mostly online. People don't really mm. talk about stuff around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. It's it's kind of taboo. People will be like, "Yeah, I." I kept hearing something in the woods, but I'm sure it was nothing. And it's like, it just be people kind of brushing it off, but having the same experience. When you get a group of people talking about it online, because I'll have people message me all the time and they're like, I was in the middle of the woods one day. There was like no eclipse, no clouds, and it just got randomly very dark and quiet, which is something that's said to happen here. And I thought that was normal, but it's not. That's not normal. Hey, JJ, here's the the mimic's voice, um, if you want to hear that. Oh, yeah. Hey, Hey. Hey. I think that is one of the creepiest things that I have ever caught on camera and that I have ever experienced in my life. By that's, the way, that's so that's not Morgan narrating right now from the TikTok, but but yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the hey. no, that's so clear. I mean, like there's but it's empty, like it's flat. Someone yeah. in my comments said it sounded like it was rehearsing, and I was like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Are there any activities Ugh. you wish you wish that you could assign to the mimic, you know, since it's starting to learn your voice, your voicemail or, or anything you want to get it to do while, since it's going to be around anyway? I mean, maybe if it can get it to look like me, even my face, it can start going to the DMV and to the dentist mm. because I've kind of had enough of both of those, honestly. That's, that's fair. That's fair. If you could like work out some sort of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of thing with just like your mimic in bed, you you know, exploring Chicago or whatever Ferris Bueller does in that movie. So that was a stretch. That was a really big stretch. I just going to let you sit on that for a minute. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad that you took the time to come on here and share that. The big one we hear a lot is with people's spouses, kind of like you were talking about with your husband. Uh, One that sticks out to me, we had a guest on saying that her mom saw her dad come up with laundry and set it down. And she kept speaking to him, but he wasn't responding. And then she turned around and and just the whole being of her husband was gone. And then her husband actually walked into the room. But obviously she didn't like have that on video or anything. So to be able to hear it adds a level of, well, scaring me (laughs) to death. But you know, that's super interesting. And I'm excited for our audience to check that out as well. And so can you share with our audience where they can find all these videos and hear you go in more depth about what you've experienced? Yeah, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube under more hauntings. And yeah, I post all the time. I share my stories and everyone else's that sends me stuff. So you guys have had these stories and want to tell me, I will listen. Awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on. JJ, did you have any follow-up questions before we wrap up? Uh, No, thanks for coming on though. That was really, really fascinating. Yeah, Yeah. I had a blast. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Morgan. All right, you too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. 
they will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.